Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. Trevor Hall here with our first corporate update of the day this Thursday as we see a little bit of a rebound in the precious metals. Real quick look at the numbers here. Uh, Gold is green for the day up to 18.25 futures basis. Uh, Silver, basically flat for the day. A little bit of red down about, uh, let's see, down about half a percent. So, uh, gold, nice little rebound. Copper is also in the green today, it looks like. And we're going to talk about copper with our friend Rick Trotman from Barksdale Resources. Barksdale trades on the TSX Venture with BRO and also on the OTCQX with BRKCF. Uh, Rick, you had some meaningful news out of the company yesterday. Actually, two press releases. You got a twofer yesterday from from Barksdale. in relation to its uh, property, now property one property in or multiple properties in Arizona, along the Sunnyside project, uh, you know, Rick, uh, let's hear it from you. Like, what is the meaning of all this, and 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 really, how does this set you up for success moving forward? Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Um, yeah, so yesterday we put out two press releases that that if you wanted to sum them up, suggest that we're we're consolidating the the district, the Patagonia Mining District. So we announced the acquisition of two big land packages from Rio Tinto, uh, the Canelo and Goat Hill uh, properties. And these are these are properties where porphyry targets have been worked up, and uh, you know Rio's taking a kind of a step back from exploration in Arizona, given their resolution issues. Um, and so we were able to to make a, a screaming deal on these properties, and really. Uh, almost double our land position in the district, and uh, so these are these are great pipeline projects for us. They've got great porphyry targets on them. We're working up targets and and how we would tackle, um, you know, drilling these properties. So we'll have more news out on those later on this year. Um, and then the, the the big enchilada, so to speak, was the the press release that we put out just shortly after. Uh, the other one uh, saying that we've consolidated 100% of our flagship assets on the side. And so we're buying the minority interest from Regal Resources, um, who's an unlisted company, uh, in exchange for a mix of Barksdale shares um, and the acquisition and forgiveness of some debts that they have, as well as making some tax payments on their behalf. So ultimately, a, a great deal for us. Uh, we had an option in place to earn up to 67.5% of the project over time. Uh, and, and that was probably going to look like a you know a five-year uh, window from now. And so this deal allows us to bypass that option. We'll have 100% of the asset and really have full control of the project and our destiny going forward. So when our drilling permits uh, come into hand, you know, later on this year uh, and we start drilling, we'll, we'll have full exposure and, you know, full alignment, quite honestly, of the Regal and Barksdale shareholders on the project. So gets rid of a messy potential JV, right? Gets rid of all of those work commitments and mm-hmm. things like that. So big deal for us, um, something we've been working on for years. And uh, we finally had a board of directors at Regal that was uh, responsive and willing to negotiate, you know, on, I guess, on planet Earth um, with respect to value. So, um a big shout out to all the the folks involved that uh, helped on these transactions because um, they're transformative and, and it's going to do great things for us. Uh, let's focus on Goat Canyon and Canelo, uh, the, those copper projects you acquired from Kennecott. Uh, you did mention uh, with the challenges Rio 2 is having at Resolution, uh, that's not necessarily the conversation I want to get into, but I do want to ask you about 
you know, what one company's challenges are could be another company's opportunity, which obviously this kind of plays in hand for Barksdale. You know, given this transition of these projects, why is it more suitable for a company like Barksdale to come in and do efficient exploration on those properties where uh, Kennecott could not? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question, Trevor. Uh, look, I think it comes down to permitting and stakeholder engagement. So a very large company like Rio would have very detailed, vigor- very rigorous checklists and criteria that needed to be staged gate in order to to not only build up their stakeholder engagement levels to the right capacity, but also um, go through the hoops on the permitting process. And they'd have to involve teams of people on these things. And when you come to allocating capital within budgets, right, um, uh, it becomes difficult to really allocate big sums of money to early stage uh, greenfields exploration projects like the ones that we're looking at and that we've acquired from them. They'd rather put those dollars into projects that are easier to permit or that are next to some of their existing projects or within the, the portfolio or the, the footprint of their existing projects, right? Because they've already got the teams in place. So it really comes down to a, a allocation of time and money. And so Barksdale is already active in this district. We've already have the permitting experience in the Coronado. Uh, we have our teams in place. And so this is a bolt on for us as far as time and expense and things like that. It's, it's, it's not a big addition um, for us, and it's not going to weigh us down in terms of management time and things like that. So it's perfect for us. We get to push these things forward, and, and ultimately, Rio has a, a kind of a royalty interest in this thing long term, so that I'm sure they're going to want to see us be successful. Um, and if we find the next resolution, I'm sure they will be keenly aware and engaged. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, there, there is a deal, obviously, with, uh, with, with Rio, if it does in time get to a mine project obviously there's a monetary benefit to them that has to be paid but on you know what comes with this land i mean obviously you have the mining claims the land package is there any sort of data uh either early geophysical data or even early historic drill results that come along uh, that can help you kind of uh set the strategy here for these two projects yeah indeed um so rio flew almost the entire district uh with an airborne geophysical survey so not only do we have a very robust package of geophysical data over both projects, um, but we also got the geophysical data that they overflew um, on the Sunnyside project itself. And so it was kind of a twofer. Not only did we get these projects and the great data that came along with them, but we got additional data that would have cost us more than the entire price of this transaction to just fly our own property, Sunnyside, uh, to, to collect this data. Um, in addition to that, they um, provided us a bunch of uh, soil sampling um, surveys, uh, as well as rock chip mapping. Uh, that, you know, they, they put quite a, uh, quite a bit of man hours into these projects, and, and we have the benefit of all that data now. So we're not starting at square one. We know what the targets are, so to speak. And so now it's refining them and figuring out how do we, how do we tackle them from a logistics standpoint, um, you know putting in roads and, and going through the permitting processes, things like that. How quickly could you, do you anticipate uh, getting some drills onto those targets that you just described? Yeah, Canelo is all for service claims, so that one would probably take some time. Um, so we wouldn't initiate any permitting processes on that until one of our existing projects is out of the permitting process. So um, that one will take a little bit of time to mature. 
at Goat Canyon, there are two Arizona state leases that come with this acquisition, and those um, state leases are easier to work from a permitting perspective. And so theoretically, if we had our ducks in a row and we could hit our targets from the Arizona state leases, we'd be able to get those permitted um, you know, relatively quickly, a matter of a couple of months. Um, we just have to do all the relevant surveys and pre-clearances and things like that and submit our permits. So um, compared to a forest service process, uh, it's like, uh, you know, a fast-moving river versus a glacier. Yeah. Um, so let's move on. You The consolidation of the Sunnyside project, that was the second big piece of news that hit the tape yesterday. Um, obviously, you can legitimately say this is 100% owned now by Barksdale. Uh, but if you, I just want everybody, if they could, just take a look at the map here and really give, give, get an idea of not only where Sunnyside is, but also the other properties that Barksdale has in its portfolio, with that basically surround the Hermosa project, uh, which made big news just a couple of years ago with the big acquisition by South Thirty Two. Um, you know, I this is just, you know, I think there's a little bit of anticipation here, right? Like your shareholders, people following the story, are like, we've got a hot copper market, Rick. Uh, we need new, we need new. Uh, discoveries in the copper market to really get things going. Uh, you are set up almost exclusively around one of the most prospective pieces of land in the entire U.S. here uh, to make just that same discovery. So, you know, do you feel like there's wind to your sails or do you feel like, you know, there's a lot of hoops to jump through before you can get to that point? Yeah, we've got a couple of hoops, but the wind is definitely in our sails. You know, I, we have an opportunity to to not only make a discovery but to do it in a great point in the commodity price cycle right which is that's that's the that's the best of both worlds right the last thing you want to do is make a discovery when copper's at 90 cents and you know zinc's at 60 cents so i think we have a fantastic you know kind of 12 months laid out in front of us and i think we're just at kind of the early let's call it the third inning of this uh you know commodity cycle so um you know we've got many more innings to go so this is this is playing out well. Um, we we're going to you know get our permit and and we've got the benefit of a ton of data at Sunnyside. We know exactly where we're going to drill, what we want to drill, and what the potential ramifications of a discovery are there. Because like you said, we're right next to Hermosa. They're going to ultimately build a mine there, and um, anything that we find, we know that has a ton of value because it will be sitting right next to a mine. Uh, I assume Sunnyside will be drilled first is yes. that, uh, uh first crack what do you what are you trying to prove here uh so look we have some historic drilling um a couple of holes that uh intersected the scarn and, and monto system and they had some incredible grades over some really great thicknesses and so what we plan to do with the first holes is to step out from those and show that those are not one-offs that we do in fact have um, a larger piece of the system that those grades can hold up that the tonnage looks like it'll build and then from there we'll expand it and so the goal is to put as many high grade tons together as we possibly can um, to show just how big the system can get because you know it's already a world-class um, uh, system on the other side of the property boundary and we have the continuation of it so I, I think that there are there are, are lots of pounds of you know copper and zinc and ounces of silver to find on our ground and that's really the goal uh let's move south from arizona give us the latest from mexico the san javier project 
Yeah, San Javier project's coming along. We've been uh, logging historic core there and uh, getting our targets together for a, a summer drilling program. Uh, we've made some great progress with respect to getting the community agreements in place. Uh, so we hope to report some news there soon. Uh, additionally, we've got all of our, um, uh, let's call it corporate struggles with COVID um, over the hump with respect to getting our, our subsidiary um, into good working order in Mexico. So permits will be filed in short order and we should be um, drilling there as soon, soon as humanly possible uh, this summer. So uh, we'll put out some more news over the next couple of weeks with some timing estimates uh, as well as uh, uh, some previews of the targets that we'll be drilling. So we're very excited by that one. And, and that's going to be really our near-term near news flow, um, you know, putting out copper oxide intercepts on a deposit that's at surface. You know, it's got a half a billion pounds of copper in historic resources um, sitting effectively at surface with low strips. So that one, uh, we think that we can efficiently um, and very quickly bring to market, expand it, and show exactly what it could be from a development standpoint. Yeah, uh, so a lot of moving parts here over the next few months. San Javier, up to Sunnyside. Uh, obviously, you can see things progressing, where drill results are going to come from as the months progress. Uh, Rick, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, best of luck to you and the team, and stay safe out there, okay? Thanks, Trevor. Appreciate it. All right. Rick Trotman from Barksdale Resources, again, trading on the TSX Venture with BRO and on the OTCQX with BRKCF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decision.